0: The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey and i am joined this week by Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up guys? And Gabriel Bringers. Good morning. I said that in a way that it sounded like i was going to introduce someone else, but uh, it's just I us. You're going to go back to
1: Cape first. It's really my did. turn again. I it's okay. It it's yeah. okay. I got like yeah. the first 34 episodes. So that's true. that's right. Fine. That's right. <laughs> You're due. Yeah, that's there's, right. There's paybacks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, this this uh, this week's episode is probably going to be our shortest because we have a very, very important business meeting. You're jinxing us right now. We have an important, no, we, we have to be done. We have to finish in time because we have a very
2: important business meeting. We do. It's a team building exercise. It's, uh, yeah, 2019. Exactly. Team building 2019. It's, we have t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I have a t shirt for the, yeah, event. you do. On, uh, and,
0: and, and his t shirt says Star Wars.
2: Yeah. We're going to go see Star Wars. Yeah. We're super stoked. Yep. So we have uh, an hour and uh, 50 yeah. minutes until the movie begins. Yeah. And so I don't want to be rolling out right. of here and at, at, at that time yeah yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna but we're only 10
1: minutes away so it's <laughs> yeah. not a huge deal yeah. we're fine yeah it's this, fine. Is, this podcast is, is gonna be
0: like 30 minutes we're gonna be like ah, i don't know yeah. there's really nothing else to say let's uh, all right well thanks for know. joining <laughs> us
1: and uh we'll see you guys in the new year you know? yeah um yeah it's been yeah. great It's been great. yeah but yeah. we should at least
2: tell them about next week now.
0: yeah yeah i think um um i think next week we are going to take the week off and enjoy some uh some time with uh family and uh, a little bit of extra time, maybe to to dedicate to some writing uh, next week. So no podcast next week, but we will be back at it uh, in the new year. Um, and the new year is going to be fun. We we've we have a lot um, we have a lot going. We we've been in this. I, I, I'm I'm sure m- maybe some of you listening have heard about our kind of transition and how how these things happen sometimes with with uh, startups and entrepreneurial endeavors. You know, we go through these phases, and uh, uh, we're getting really settled in. We've got an office, um, we are all working on this project full-time now. And Which is 20, nuts. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane to think that, uh, I mean, gosh, this time last year, I mean, we had been having conversations about me stepping away from the marketing job um you know my my full-time job you know my good good quality you know regular i mean a job and i i've said this to friends and stuff that were asking me about you know what had happened and i'm like i left a job that like i loved and that like a lot of people would die for like yeah same (laughs) it was like a a fantastic job like i had a great job and and i just not to uh, you know hashtag humble brag but it's like you know we we've kind of create this crazy little thing on the side that it's like, man, I had a great job, at, but I have this other thing that's like, you know, it's a, there was like a little bit of risk, but we had built it up enough that there wasn't at, as much risk as like stepping out and doing
2: something, creating something brand new. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, uh, shout out to our, our former employer that allowed and I think championed the idea cultivated, of, yeah, yeah, this idea that, you know, we want, you want to, you want to allow people who have an entrepreneurial spirit to go and do stuff like that, you exactly. know, instead of, they, they could have really been jerks about it. They really could have. Oh, very uh, easily. Uh, in in a yeah. hundred different ways that would have hampered Chrome Unboxed uh, growing. And they didn't, they chose not to do that. And yeah. I think even in doing it, knowing in the back of their mind, I'm sure that one day this, this eventuality was, could, mm-hmm. could come not, not that it would necessarily, but that it could happen. Uh, and so uh, you know, part of our transition being really long in the tooth was the fact, especially like for me, I wanted to make sure that yeah. that they were okay right. as I transitioned out. Because like my job was very specific in, in web yep. development and stuff. And so finding the if right fit. You were creating things, right. <laughs> you know. It, it, it wasn't just like, hey, go hire so-and-so and we'll just teach them real yeah. fast. Like you had to find somebody that worked and they found somebody. and You're hard to replace, Robbie. Yeah. It's, it's tough. <laughs> um yeah but in yeah, yeah, it was it was just an, a neat process and I was I literally was thinking about all of this last night and I was walking to the car oh really night. that's
0: because yeah. we um, didn't plan on talking about this no. I don't know I, I was just kind of talking year
2: year like thinking about the year and yeah. this transition and that's funny that I, I was you were I, thinking about it yeah I was I was walking out to the car and carrying my stuff and we've been in the same office for a long time yeah with different companies. How many times did we
0: walk outside after we had been filming here late
2: and had conversations (laughs) standing
0: in the parking lot? Yeah,
2: (laughs) And it's that, it's that, you know, and that's probably just end of the year stuff where you start thinking back, like what, what did we do this year? And what happened? 2019 was nuts. Yeah. And it it just kind of, uh, I don't know. It all hit me all at one, at one time, because one of the things that I, um, I don't want to say struggle with, but that's really interesting for me to, to try to figure out is we did, chrome unboxed for a long time um as side kind hustle of a side hustle yeah. slash hobby yeah <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. it was no, a yeah. hobby when we started right yeah. it was Absolutely. something yeah uh, especially yeah. Gabe and I when, when we first started it was just this was part of general conversation anyway yeah. like exactly. hey I found this thing Check oh this dude look out. at this or look at look this, this thing you know? we can do and like video
0: that was the same with me for video whenever All I right. started making like I had done video work um, with a, a prior company, I hadn't really been doing much video work no. for the current firm, and no. it was us doing stuff, and me like nerding out and being like, "Oh, dude, look at this!" and "Right, look at this setting I've figured out, and I can film like this and do this." And you're, you know,
2: and it, and it, it's funny like now that it's to the point where it, this is our job, you know. Um, I don't know. It, it's um, it's it's one of those good problems to have. So a lot of people go to work. Um, you, you get a job and you do your job so that you can go do the things you want to go do. So you, you get up, you go to work so that you can make money to provide for your family. And, and then when you're done with work, you get to leave work and go, ah, now I get to go do what I want to do. I go do the, the, the thing that, that keeps me like going, the thing that motivates me, the thing I love, and as, as nerdy and maybe even cliche as it sounds like there's so much of what yeah. we do here that is that for me. <laughs> right. no. Um, and you and I have talked about this like creative thing a lot, like yeah, the creative
0: so outlet like, that, that some people need to have in, in oddly enough, like our job
2: right, provides that creative to outlet, like scratch that itch yeah. here. And so it. That's the part I'm having to um, adjust Figure to out, yeah. since November 1st, since I yep. made this full-time. This is this is my job now. I, I still have to tell myself, like, this is my job. I can't believe like,
0: this is a job. <laughs>
2: if you've never seen the SNL skit, it's yeah, a couple years old. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was back when uh, – um, uh, crap, what is his name?
0: Oh, gosh. I can't remember. I can see
2: his oh. face. Uh, We're going to fill NFL it up. Somebody uh, Google it. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. New York uh, Giants linebacker. Um, he he joined Kelly Ripa, uh, Michael Strahan. Strahan. Michael yeah, Strahan. Strahan. Um,
1: I thought you were asking about the actor. I'll let no. Michael Strahan's the football uh, player.
2: The actor is uh, one of the best talents on SNL as far as impersonating people, uh, Jay Farrow. Yep. That's ever been. Yeah, yes. um, yep. So he, his impersonation of Michael Strahan <laughs> on the Kelly Ripa show or on Kelly yeah. and Michael or whatever it was called at that time. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, he's, it, the whole thing is about him not <laughs> believing that this, this is actually a job. And he just keeps yeah. saying, I can't believe this is a the job. I woke <laughs> up 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I spent it, my whole life getting hit in the head and this is a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it, that, that sentiment goes around a yeah, lot no, here. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in the. I guess the part I'm trying to get to is like trying to figure out now that, that this is my job. Um, like I get to tell people that like I, I used to like have to, I don't, don't want to say cover it up, but yeah. I, if I was t- like my kids were being watched by my parents, for instance, like I felt weird, like it's telling them like I have I'm to, going I'm, to work. I'm working. <laughs> if I was writing an article, if yeah, I was doing sure. something for Chrome and Box, if I like, oh, I'm actually just doing my hobby thing. I shouldn't have them want, you know, like this. Yeah. Stuff. And so now that it's lit- I don't know. It's so weird yeah. that this is work now. Yeah. And that's been the hard adjustment. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting adjustment for yeah. me over the yeah. time because now it's like, okay, was well it's, it's, it, everyone else seems to not like their job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? <So> many people <laughs> A I lot know, of people. In, so in people comparison. People know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? That
2: it's like, oh, God, I got to go to work, you know, go, go to the grind. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I, I want to like,
0: yeah. I don't
1: want to go,
2: there. or you find yourself like late at night thinking about things, or
0: working on something, or yeah. researching see, something. It, oh, yeah, it?
1: and it's mind blowing to me because I, I grew up. My dad, my dad had one job his entire life. He started when he was a teenager. He retired as vice president of the company, and he's the only person that I know of in my life that I have ever seen. Who truly enjoyed his job? He was up at five thirty every morning. He coffee, breakfast, whatever, on his way. He loved what he did. When he wasn't doing it, he was Mm -hmm. doing it on the side. He did the same. He did uh, uh, mechanical engineering, uh, and he did that stuff at our church. And he's eighty-seven now. He's retired, and guess what he does? He builds houses for Habitat for Humanity because he loves doing what he's doing. And I always thought, man, I would just love to be in a place. (sighs) where I got up every morning and I felt the way that he did. And in my mind, I guess I thought, cause I've had jobs. I really enjoyed. I, w- I was in the car industry for a few years and I loved doing that, but there were things I didn't like about it. And it was a grind and the hours stink and this and that, whatever. And you're always chasing the dollar, you know, and mm-hmm. it, there's nothing new to the car business. So it's not like you were, you know, revolutionizing anything. You weren't creating th- your own stuff. You were just creating a customer base, but I guess in my head, I kind of got to the point where I thought, well, I'm just, that's not going to be my dream. I'm not going to have that life where I wake up every morning and go, man, this is what I do for a living and I love it. And then I woke up a few months ago and it just hit me. I'm like, we've been doing this for three and a half years now. And now it's all that we do. And this is what I do. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, it's it's the first thing that's on my mind. I never think, oh man, I got to go to the office today or oh man I got to sit down and write an article or sit down to or or man we're you know we're going to Vegas in January. We're, man I hate traveling. It, it's not. I it it's I love every aspect of it. Yeah. And it is. It's affording more time and more opportunities for our family while we're doing something that we truly enjoy investing in and it's it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's that time of the year. You get a you get a little nostalgic,
0: you know, thinking about this stuff. And yeah, and twenty
2: nineteen has just been a really big <coughs> year for us. Like it's been a really big year. Yeah, and I think it goes without saying. Hopefully, that any of you all listening to this right now, you know, we are uh, insanely grateful for people who listen to this stuff, people who watch videos on YouTube, people who read things on on the web, and me as a as a person who has been a follower of multiple tech blogs for years and and particular writers and just enjoyed that type of content and have, have enjoyed you know reading and watching that stuff mm-hmm. for years to be able to be one of the people creating it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not lying when I say 10 years ago, eight years ago that in my, in the back of my mind, I always thought, man, if I could do one thing, yeah. like, like I would love a to be doing that. And then when we're doing that, yeah that exact thing around a platform that it's not just um it's like oh well there was a, a vacancy in on the internet about chromebooks <laughs> right. so let's go do let's go talk about that like
0: yeah um, it wasn't like some weird, like strategic planned right, out like right. calculated thing like we saw an opportunity in the market and right went, there's a, a
2: legitimate passion for yeah. the web uh, as an open platform for delivery and google's vision of it with chrome os and the way that chromebooks have kind of interrupted you know like I love this stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, it's I mean, not just a, a strategic thing. And so we're grateful for listeners and viewers and readers and yeah. we couldn't obviously couldn't do any of this without those yeah. people. And so I just, exactly. I am, I am above and beyond grateful and, and, and humbled by the fact that we, we get to wake up and do this. I, yeah. I, I just, I think it's amazing.
0: Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't want to be, um, totally, uh, cliche here, but if you're one of uh, the uh, our listeners, um, and your your New Year's resolution has something to do with that little side project that you've got, man, I just want to. I know I've got this thing. I love doing this thing on the side, and I just need to. I need to devote more time to. it. I just need. I got to find the right time. Um, if the, if something like that is on your your New Year's resolution list, you you just have to do it. You know, like there, there's, go. I can't, I can't tell you how many conversations we had in, and, and, you know, you have to be calculated. <laughs> don't, don't go do something stupid, but there's never, there's never the right time, quote unquote, right time. You know, no, uh, there's never, all the stars aren't going to align perfectly. There's always going to be some little thing maybe holding you back or some little thing that oh, man, I'm just not sure about this. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations we had, just like you and I said, like standing out in the parking lot talking about this stuff, you know? And um, at some point, you just you just have to do it. Um, and yep. there's never a right time. And the, uh, you don't have to perfect something. Um, I think with YouTube particularly, people want to, well, I got to get this camera and I got to do this setup and I got to plan all this out and I need to make all this perfect and I got to do all this. Just do just go. Just make something. Yeah, just, buy, start buy right. yeah, yeah, just start
1: creating. Buy a three hundred dollar
0: Pixel 3A. Yeah, and just start filming. And just go. And, and just start. And yeah, and, I mean that. That's where we started. That's where we started, and and it's been a progression to get to where we are. Like, so, so I, and I'm guilty of this too. I watch, I watch MKBHD. Shout out to him. Ten million subs on YouTube. Uh, you know, Marquez you watch Keith. Yeah, Marquez Keith. Keith you watch videos and you're like oh my gosh like you you, you want you aspire to make a video like that yeah. and that quality but it just ta- i mean he's been doing it for yeah, 10 look years look at his
1: 10 million view video and look at where he started yeah. I've, I've watched his first right. video i don't know how many times I it's mean, fascinating. he was yeah. a kid in his bedroom with a probably a webcam to be oh, honest yeah. Oh, it was yeah. A percent, yeah. yeah you know and he, so. he had got a new laptop and he decided to review it now look at him ten yeah. million, ten million 10 yep. million subscribers
0: yep so all of that to say, if um, um, if you if you have an idea, if you have something you want to pursue, uh, just go for it. Um, but now we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about some Stadia stuff because Stadia has been all over the news. How many articles have we written? That's I've got two articles I'm working on. You published two yesterday, and then one. Man, there's just been a lot. There's a lot going yeah, on with Stadia. Lots, lots of moving and it's parts. funny. It's funny because it launched and. It was kind of anticlimactic. Cause it was like, oh, man, here comes the Stadia launch. Here comes the Stadia launch. And then it was kind of like, oh, there's like some of the stuff isn't here. And where's my yeah. buddy pass? And when's my code?" Show? So yeah. it felt a little bit anti And now it's like, it's, kinda, it's like they're like rolling into it now. And there's just one thing after another that, that, starts, that has been showing up.
2: Well, And it's good to remember at this point that Stadia is, as of yesterday, one month old. So <laughs> <a> <laughs> one, w- whopping one, whopping one. Yeah. so it's, it's, I guess because we've been talking about it for so long, once the launch happened, that first month, uh, it, it became really easy to just feel like it's been around for a while, even though it just absolutely hasn't. So, um, it did launch with, and it was missing features and it was missing, uh, some of the stuff that they promised when they first announced Stadia. So, um, a lot of people have said on the internet, you know, they should have, they should have kept it in beta. Probably, but I think that's just a label. Like, I was ready to say, "What is beta?" Let, let's be honest. <laughs> that's what it's in. Yeah, right I mean, now. the
1: Play Store was in beta on Chromebooks for th- three years. Yeah, oh,
2: and honestly, like funny. Google put stuff in beta, and it has a hard time coming out. So, I'm kind of glad they just launched it. Like yeah. you just you just got it out the door. You just here. Here it is. And and ultimately they didn't make it wide open anyway. Um, you, you have to pay to play. So really they I think they have until February to get most of the stuff shaken out before Stadia Base is going to be the point they're, where yeah, they're well on their way. Well on I mean way. it just I mean, every time you turn around it's like, "Oh, here's that thing. Oh, remember that thing? Oh, here it is too." And oh, here's this too. And so it feels like by, you know, probably end of January, most of the stuff's going to be in place and be ready for that February Stadia-based launch. But, yeah, a lot of stuff has happened in the course of a month. Yeah. Uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, so new games. Um, what? How many games now for the pros? There's, tw- there's 26. Four, for, four, four freebies. Four, yeah, four, four freebies. Free games.
2: There's 26 total titles now uh, available. And Tom
1: Clancy came out with two days ago. Yeah, yeah. And so
2: that that launch this week, this week's launch. Yeah, if you're on included, pro, buy
1: that $30. Oh, oh man. Oh, just, I've
2: only played for a little bit, but it's it's going Oof. to be a – that's that's my kind of game. Like I've been waiting for one that I could really kind of I think sink my teeth into a little bit. This one is going to be it until you know like PUBG or something like you that. You just comes couldn't out. get into Destiny. Uh, it was just too big for me too right now. There's yeah. a lot of investment. I it. in I Destiny. love the game. Like I could see myself getting into it if oh, 100%, I like. If I had the time to just like, right. If I just but and Chroma Box would no longer be making videos. <laughs> right. But if if you think of like I I'd have to like honestly probably not spend any time with my wife or my kids (laughs) or on Chrome Unboxed (laughs) or I would probably have to forsake like most of the shows that I watch all that stuff because destiny is like super time consuming but it's the story is massive and the world's massive it's a really cool concept the problem I have with it right now is that with with where they are in it I think we're multiple download content pieces in at this point and the story continued from destiny one from what i understand talking to a guy that's in the, co- in the co-working space here that has played destiny one and two uh, there's so much lore and story yeah. and for stadia players we jumped in they don't introduce you to yeah, any you're of you're
0: like it. what is happening
2: they the intro sequence you is like about hey you've got five this minute walkthrough ghost you carry around yeah. you're a guardian the earth fell apart there you go and, and you're in out. the middle of the story already. And yeah. so I, I'm the type of person that I like, I like to play games and I like to feel connected to the storyline. If it's that type of game, like I want, like I loved playing through the Zelda game that came out on the switch, mm-hmm. but I got to play through it with my kids. Like my daughter, we would trade off and we'd sit there and play and, and my wife would sit in there and watch. And we'd, you know, it was the story of it was captivating enough that we played it over the summer and it was fun destiny is not a game. My wife's not going to sit and watch that. And it's the story isn't nearly as captivating and it's just a lot of shooting. (laughs) It's just, you're just constantly shooting these big robots and all this kind of stuff. And like, so it's not even necessarily about like, you know, you know, uh, covert missions or anything. It's just, it's a lot, it's a lot to jump right into the middle of. Um, And so I, I've just had a hard time really connecting with it other than playing it just to see stadia work basically
1: yeah. five but, minutes in a doom buggy in uh tom, the, clancy, tom clancy and then, yeah. i'm like yeah I'm, this is my game and just playing it a little bit i'm like <laughs>
2: this is gonna be awesome because once you, i haven't even gotten through the enough of the first stuff to get to the multiplayer stuff yet but which i'm kind of glad of because it we, i need more stadia people to buy it so that there's people to play with it's intense then,
1: though man Whew. yeah it's stressful it's, <laughs>
2: and, the, and the gun like the gun action feels really good mm-hmm. and like it, it it's cool uh and, and so that launched borderlands three launched there's part of me that wants to get into Borderlands 3 yeah. cuz it's always looked really intriguing but it's the same type of thing as Destiny where it's a lot of co-op stuff and these longer missions from what I understand. So and th- that's my problem with with a lot of games like that. I need to be able to do bite-sized pieces. Yeah. I need I need 20-minute sessions. You See, if Destiny
1: it's, had a mode similar to like say the Gulch in Halo, I'd yeah. be all over that where mm-hmm. it's just a quick, you know, yeah. quick one-on-one or team-on-team quick match i'd be all over that well they
2: do have the um crap i can't think of what it's called they have multiplayer like yeah. that in destiny but you get to carry your stuff into those things so these guys that have been playing for a while and have insane weapons and stuff they they just smash you you're done i mean yeah, yeah i i didn't even come close to standing a chance in one of those multiplayer matches and so i'm like yeah which means then you okay we'll go play the the longer match or the you know the toe up develop stuff. Your character yeah yeah and so until, it's until just you a do lot. that for a while yeah it's it's, it's a, a massive game and so for people that want to invest in that it's great yeah. uh, it's just not my cup of tea at this point so right the now.
0: interesting thing in what we're all, what we're talking about here is we've been able to just hop in and try these games and we're sitting and talking about the game we're not talking about correct well man Stadia so like I was trying to play Destiny and Stadia was it like,
2: stopping it wasn't working it was none lagging. of that.
0: None no. of that, dude. It's been insane. I haven't played uh, Destiny at all, to be honest. I have only been playing Grid, uh, <laughs> the car racing game, because that's the kind of stuff I'm into, and I freaking love it. I'm like hooked on it. It's it's bad. No, it's good. No, it's great. It's been really
1: fun. <laughs> it's been really oh, fun. Oh, Dragon Ball. Forgot that yeah, was the Dragon other Ball one. Yeah, which I, I'm going to check it out. I love Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I've yet to play a Dragon Ball game that was worth a plug nickel, so I have hopes that this one might be good, because I love the storyline, and I love the the cartoon. So So what else do we
2: have on Stadia? We have some new games. So the
1: clip, the claw, sold out.
2: uh, Yeah, showed up, sold out. (laughs) Really? Uh, Wow. Yeah, Yeah. it was sold out by the time I wrote the article. So... It uh, th- This is a thing. It showed up in a video, one of the early videos that came up uh, of Stadia before Stadia launched. It was a, just a clip that goes on, custom-made for the Stadia controller, and then the the end of it has kind of a spring-loaded deal. Mm-hmm. holds multiple phones. But and the it, positioning it, of it is yeah, what's most it interesting. kind of positions yeah. the phone over the controller versus being kind of on top. Um, and so instead of the it kind of, of feeling it, top-weighted, mm-hmm. it sits over top of it. It's supposed to be really comfortable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it leaves access to all the ports and stuff on the controller, which is really cool.
0: Dude, we need to get with, uh, we need to get with, uh, we have a fellow YouTube creator Ooh, here in town. We're not yeah, going to say, who yet. Gonna say who yet. We're not going to say who yet. We haven't finalized anything, but we, we've been trying to think of a, a collaboration to do. Maybe that's yeah, it. Get him to 3D print yeah, something. Some 3D print and maybe like engineer it and some cool lights or something on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That Dope. would be right. really cool. That's so, a good idea. Um, um, but anyway, so it, it showed up. It's in the Google store. It says coming soon um it is made by let me see this company name power, uh, power support, power support. Yep. so uh nine to five found if you went to power support's website you could <laughs> actually just order it straight well they put that out <laughs> and there then and it sold p- out sold them out um so the fact that google took the time to put it on their store tells me it's probably on its way pretty soon yeah. so they're they're waiting for another shipment of them i would assume but it also tells me that a lot of people were really interested in the idea. Of being able to play on their phone because right now it's really awkward. You have to plug the phone in, and then what are and you going to do? Just prop, set it on your, the, you know, set it up against something like it's prop really your Phone up onto something like. But my thought now <laughs> is like, oh, if I could just clip this thing in, hook do my USB C, throw cable it in your in, bag, like throw in your bag. You're on the train. Be, that you're, might be kind of awesome. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, you still need good internet um, this to is, play this kind of thing on your phone. And, but
0: and, and currently, it's it's reserved for Pixel Two. Through the current Pixel, right? Uh, Original for playing Pixel? On your phone, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. so two and up. Uh, but that, that's going to expand pretty soon. Yeah. So the I was digging it gets through, on iPhone. Digging and all through that some, stuff.
0: Yeah, digging through some Twitter threads, and people are asking about iOS and Samsung support. And um, of course, you know, they just have a canned response right now that's. Well, we hope to add more devices, you Soon. know, in the future. You know, blah blah. blah. I can't yeah. imagine they're not going to launch it on those things. Yeah, so, as, as February nears, yeah, I, think some I of those need it on that OnePlus
1: Eight with the 120 go. hertz <laughs> <screen. It's> coming. <laughs> yeah. No, dude,
0: the ASUS uh, A- ASUS ROG phone oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the benefit <laughs> Let me play here CD again. On that. You don't
2: need you don't need gaming specs for yeah. this stuff. Yeah, yep. like, yeah, exactly. The phone doesn't matter. Yeah, the, the Pixel Three A will run it just as well. Yep, which is pretty awesome for. F- uh,
0: you could go grab the 3A XL from, from the Chrome shop, our uh, gift guide, yeah. 400 um, bucks, and uh, play Stadia on it. Yeah. Um, so what an- else do we have? We've got so uh, another s- thing Stream Connect. Um, Let's not forget about that because that's dope. Is that yeah. what that's uh, called? Stream yeah, Connect?
2: Stream Connect. So that's uh, one of the features, like some of the promised like cool stuff that, that Google promised um, when they announced Stadia this was one of the things they showed in that initial keynote that was like, Oh my God, how do you, how's that they even use, possible?
0: They use Tom Clancy as the yeah, they example. Used Ghost, they yeah. use
2: Ghost Recon. Uh, and the idea being, okay, if, uh, if we were using Xboxes for instance, and we were all, you know, playing a game online and I wanted to be able to see my entire team's viewpoint, you know, imagine like, you know, an actual, a tactical type thing. If you have a eyepiece on, that has a camera In real life, I would be able to look and see what you're seeing. So if you're saying, hey, over by that tree, there's such and such, I would actually be able to see what you're seeing so I know what you're talking about. Well, like I can think of a million times this would be beneficial playing PUBG. Like a million times. So when we play PUBG Mobile and you're like, oh, i got eyes. Where? Two twenty-five. Well, from my location, and you're trying yeah, to like, it's like 130 from where I'm. Uh, sitting. I don't know. I'm trying to look at you on the map and go, okay. In general, you're looking that way. So. And then you got shot but behind me, <laughs> you know the, the tree with the hill and the rock, <laughs> the, the house on the the green one. I'm as colorblind. You're trying, as, you're, like, you know. as you're trying to reload, and right. scope up, and then I'm dead. But, yeah, and then I'm dead. Um, and so, no like, offense, he really is colorblind. I am. I'm color deficient. Yes. Deficient, says the eye doctor. Yeah. We're
0: we're, we're <clears throat> Robbie and I are both color deficient. Yes. Yeah. I can see that's why I like that's why I like my video scopes because I can measure things
2: <laughs> based Maybe we on the actual color that. science.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're like, no wonder like, wait, his videos what? are always so messed up. <laughs> that's wow. why he's so red. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no,
2: that's because I'm German. Uh, so <clears throat> no offense to German people. i yeah. Ger- I can say that though. I'm German. So yeah, that's right. A, yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're getting so, off the rails. We're, yeah. so much. <laughs> 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 and so um so the idea here being that that's taxing on a processor to to be able to show my screen and then real time show your all screen on my screen would be too much right. for uh, a single a single unit to deal with. Well, Stadia doesn't have those limits because they're basically daisy chaining one massive server beast computer to another that processing power is not an issue with, with stadia. So they can do things with this, with like ghost recon, where if we are on a team or we're doing a co-op match and you're like, Hey, I need, I've got eyes. Check this out. I can see real time all of their screens too. And look at this stuff. And it's, that's bonkers
0: wild, man. Yeah.
2: I mean, it is some pretty cool stuff that, that could, could happen from that because, and it's, that's not available on other platforms. Like that's a stadia thing. Uh, with this game it's not that this game isn't available just that part of this game isn't on other platforms just on stadia so stuff like that's good we're going to start seeing more and more of that like oh you can play it on here 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 but this feature is only on stadia so it's a pretty cool thing
0: yeah um and then there was uh google assistant Rolled out also, right?
2: Yeah, so I'm trying uh, to remember all this um, stuff. And I it's, didn't write it's, it down. It's limited. Have, um, There's a lot. Yeah, uh, you can ask the weather. Um, you can now launch, launch games. games and stuff like that. So I mean, it's it's limited, but as long as the Chromecast sc- screen is up and your Stadia controllers on, and click it, say launch, blah blah blah, and you can be in it. So if you uh, have cool. if you have the Stadia app on your phone, can you
0: trigger the assistant on your phone to pull up games and and do things? I don't know. We don't need know. to test that. That'd Where's be interesting. Somebody grab your phone. Try yeah. It. Um, like a, I'm, I'm assuming you'd be able to say like, open this Stadia app. But can you be like, play, open, play game? Yeah. Play a certain game. Um, where we're know. gonna have yeah. game yeah, tracking. Anywho, um, so that's a that's a cool. Th- that I I can imagine a future where that becomes
2: really dope. Like when the the you assistant just, is well, especially if you got a Google Home sitting there. and oh, you Just man. say, hey, launch blah 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 and blah blah blah, blah TV. Boom like can, the integration you just pick they can do. Up
0: and and, go. I mean, we were messing with some of this next gen assistant stuff this morning. Like you were did you write up an article for yeah, that? Yeah, the article's out. You um, know, the the next like the stuff the assistant's going to be able to do and think of how far we've come I yeah, mean in, a the, short past, time. Yeah, <laughs> in very the past yeah, in the past year, past 2 years. Like <laughs> I mean, we were talking about like I can remember I can remember not long ago my house didn't have a single smart speaker in it and now they're everywhere and they do all kinds of stuff and like I can't I'm like man ha- be you mean I'd have to go around and turn on my lights and all this <laughs> oh that sounds terrible uh, um, but yeah I think I, I think the the assistant on the controller and then just more assistant controls or commands for stadia oh, yeah. are, are and they'll, just gonna they'll be come. dope yeah, yeah they wouldn't have stuck really cool. an
2: assistant button on there if they weren't gonna if they weren't gonna really integrate it. integration yeah, yeah, and so yeah. yeah the the faster it can work and the better it can work uh with stadia is going to be uh, i think kind of game changing in, in the way that we approach dealing with our games and interacting with them because if i can be in the middle of a game and click that and rattle off whatever and it do something like that could be really neat, you know, yeah. uh, especially if it's in-game stuff that you could do. Um, but yeah, some uh, one of the other things was Stadia, um, the they gave Founders Edition people another buddy pass. Oh so yeah. yeah, We have oh, another one to extend and to another to, person. I so meant I've, to, I've given Joe my first one. Yeah,
0: so, so I meant to um, I meant to ask about this. I was digging around in the th- uh, Twitter sphere, Twitter sphere, Twitter uh, sphere, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, Twitter sphere, sphere. Um, and there was some conversation about someone who has a buddy pass could they perhaps go buy a premiere edition and extend their 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 existing buddy pass and, and Stadia basically said no you can't do that same goes for founders people if you were to like buy but then I'm like sitting and thinking about it I'm like well by the time that it roll it's done like the regular one's going to be out so what would be the well, um. I guess the price, the, the total price would be less because you're getting three months of Pro with a Premier Edition if you were to go buy one right now. So maybe people are just thinking, oh, I'm going to get a controller and a thing and get three months that I could add on to my account. You can't do that, basically. Oh, so, so the total, yeah. yeah.
2: So they're saying you can't use a buddy pass with, yeah, because or or that, if
0: you have founders and you go buy the premiere, you're not going to get that extra
2: three. Correct. Yeah, so if someone, a, so, yeah, so yeah. if
0: someone has founders and they're like, I want another controller and another Chromecast, I might as well just go ahead and get the a, no, another you premiere to, to, to extend account. it. Yeah. yeah you could do it that so that activation code goes so, to your account. So I wonder. Gonna I'm assuming it, yeah. the same is going to apply for the buddy pass. Like you've already given me one. I'm assuming I'm not going to be able to use another one to get an extra three months. Because honestly, for me, the base the base is probably going to be where I'll land. And and I'm the
2: same, you know, and I think they, I think Google knows that. I I don't think that their business model is we have a majority of pro players. Uh, I think
0: it's just for those.
2: And I think uh, maybe some of what they're doing right now, like they only promised a a free game a month for pro users and they've (laughs) given us four. Yeah um already and so if they do another two in the beginning of january i mean they're six trying games to hook, trying yeah. to keep people in they want to yeah. get people hooked um they oh, want to get you to go maybe i, I will ima- keep this because yeah. i can't imagine users, not having yeah, this those,
1: those go away if yeah. you cancel your and you pro, get, right?
2: yeah they're they're gone and you get discounts on stuff but th- like for me still at this point right now if they were like okay base is ready i would go to base or okay. Like, yeah. As soon as my thing's done, I would go. Yeah, because cause you bought the
1: games that you would want right. Play. The stuff
2: that yeah. I want, I purchased. So like, and and the to me, stuff. like, 1080p is enough. Because in general, my favorite way to play is on my Chromebook. Like, I like get yeah. my mouse and keyboard yeah. out and yep. playing on my Chromebook. That's my go-to. That's that's where I would prefer to play. And so, and even my TV, in my living room is 1080p, and we we don't have to get Let's into the science of the- why 1080p, 4K aren't necessary. You know, in a living room situation, once you're six feet away from that. XYZ size 1080p screen. Your eyes can't tell the difference yeah. anyway. So I haven't upgraded to 4K mainly because of that. Because I don't see any reason to yet. Um, and so I, again, 1080p is going to be plenty for what I'm going to do.
0: And then you'll just Stadia. buy the games you want. Yeah. Right. And you have your controller and, and now. and some so. people
1: may get yeah. Pro just for that. And if six months from now there's five titles on Stadia that you want, it would what is Pro? Ten dollars a month? No, ten a month. It would be worth paying ten bucks one time. To get the discount on the four or five titles you right. want to buy, that's true. You'll say because what was Tom Clancy was it's sixty bucks, right? Now was that a pro discount
2: or was it just discounted in general? I think, I think it a it's a pro discount. discount. I,
1: I don't think know. You get that sure. It Disc- says
0: pro
2: next to it, so I would yeah. assume it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, that for pro that.
1: people only. Um, yeah, that's something we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Once once it all and, rolls yeah, I'm out, I'm curious
2: but, how they'll handle that yeah. uh, once there's an availability. Like, I wonder if you activate Pro and you pay for a discounted thing, like if you'll have to keep Pro activated for X number of months, right? So that people don't do that. Because yeah. I mean, you yeah, could, you could pay for it for one month and then go. Well, um, turn it off i just because yeah, they have bucks. said
1: that you will keep your discounted games b- mm-hmm. if you buy them but they haven't said you know if you Well, dang activate it i think probe, we just
0: we just it. gave them an idea hopefully no one from uh, the stadia team is listening because i mean <laughs> honestly it's all
1: it's all data anyway if they're selling a game for 30 dollars as opposed to 49 the developer and whoever is still making a fair yeah. share of money sure. yeah, yeah there's sure. no no physical product yeah. being yeah. shipped so, so you're, or, by, you're yeah. buying a license yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, so yeah, lots of Stadia stuff. One other quick thing I do want to mention, um, the existing Chromecast Ultras that are out there have a firmware update that should yeah. have completely rolled out by now. Um, they announced it uh, two days ago and said it was going to be rolling out over the next couple days that basically allows existing Chromecast Ultras to work with Stadia. I've confirmed it over at my house, and it works great. And... Whenever I first was looking into this, I was like, what is the news here? I don't really understand because anyone who has access has an Ultra because you got it with your right, Premier Pack the or your Founder Pack. Right. But then I'm like, oh, man, it's perfect for people like me who got a Buddy Pass. Because right. now uh, if I received a Buddy Pass from someone and I have a Chromecast Ultra at my house, which I do, I can now borrow a controller or buy a controller, which I'm which I'm going to do. Which that's another thing we found yeah. on the Google Store. You can buy a just controller. The controller, and like I think about it, and I remember that they this was news a while back. I just kind of forgotten about it. And I kind of like thought that you
2: couldn't do it for some. Reason. I, I was, I, had I, would, no idea. I was like, yeah, I would been convinced until yesterday yeah. that this is the only way to buy it was to premiere a right. founders edition. I, right. didn't, I right. didn't know and that. And it's there not was listed if you go
0: to if you go to the Google Store and click gaming, you can't find the controller there. You have to go to accessories, browse all accessories, and yeah, then you'll then see you, the claw yeah. and the controller. So, anywho, so if you have a buddy pass. Go. You can go buy the seventy dollar controller, and if you already have a Chromecast Ultra, you're in business and ready to roll. Um, and this is also cool for anyone who um, is using, uh, who who has early access to Stadia. So someone who bought a Founders or Premier Edition pack and have another Chromecast Ultra around the house, or maybe they have a Chromecast Ultra, you know, in a different room and they want to play Stadia there. Well, boom. Sure. Now you're good to go. You're not limited to that one chromecast ultra that shipped with your pack because those up until this point were the only ones that worked so um it's cool stuff it's just more multi-screen stuff i mean they're just allowing people to play wherever they want and that's the beauty of
2: stadia a couple other things uh stadia also now has launched a regularly updated blog uh it's called uh save point and so there it'll kind of be delivered via the keyword so google's main blog uh, it's just kind of an offshoot of that. But it's a place where they are going to regularly update everyone on what's going on. And they made a good point in in launching this because they said, look, with Stadia existing in the server, like you'll are not gonna, you never see, oh, Stadia is updating. You know, you take your update. Here's what you can do now. My Switch does yeah. this all the time. The kids will load it up, and it's like, there's an update available. And you click it, and it's like, go find something to do for the next 15 minutes because this needs to do its update, and that game needs to update. You don't see any of that stuff with Stadia. It's always it's always updated. When the new Destiny season started and that whole new pack came down and Xbox and PlayStation users were having issue, you know, installing oh, this yeah. and doing all that. PlayStation oh, Stadia yeah. was patched and done. Like you just turned it on and it was there. Like there was no like the idea of downloading and installing your patch and updating your system. All of that is gone. There is none of that that ever, you'll, and you'll never see never that see stuff. It, yeah, because PlayStation,
1: idiot. it was like a 4 gig update, but you had to have 83 80, gigs yeah. for the update to install. You don't have to what? worry about any of that. No, none of this yeah, stuff. It's wild. Um, I mean, you so, shouldn't have to worry about any of that, but you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So
2: their point was like, hey, since all that stuff's happening on the server, you're not going to see it ever see it. So we want to make sure you understand what's well, all the new stuff that's happening yeah, uh, ground stadium. So it's that, great. you'll see, you'll see us reporting on that, uh, obviously, and talking about that stuff as they roll it out. This particular one though, I don't think there was anything in it that, that we hadn't talked about, yeah, that we not already no. talked about. Um, but you know, it's cool that they're Good putting on it them. all together yep. Good on them. Um, in one space. And then there was, you seem to, one other thing, um, the uh, store is now in the web uh, uh, UI. So if you go to stadia.google.com, and that's again, that's where I prefer to play. Um, there's on not, your two hundred
0: fifty dollar Chromebook.
2: Yeah, I was rocking Tom Clancy on this two hundred fifty dollar Lenovo pink. Pink. I know it's pink because they told me. Um, <laughs> I can't see pink. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, two hundred fifty dollar little uh, Lenovo C three forty with the most basic specs ever. I've actually been working from this. We're going to review this guy probably next week um, or something. I don't know. Some point pretty soon. Um, and it has just been uh, rocking. I mean, it's got 11 that little, inch device, right? Yeah. 11.6 yeah. inch little, you know, just regular HD. There's nothing special about this. Convertible. Convertible. This is as entry level as an entry level Chromebook yeah. comes yeah. in 2019. Like this is it. This yeah. it's got a decent screen on it for a cheap Chromebook. Yeah, Touchscreen, uh, a little touch screen, convertible, convertible. Yeah, uh, huge bezels and a little bit of a mushy keyboard. But yeah, I've been working on it for. This will be my third day working on it, and I'm not. I pulling mean, yes, any right, not
1: yeah, not to spoil any reviews, but I mean, my how far they've come. Compared to <laughs> yeah. the entry level Intel, yeah. entry level Intel device yeah. th- two years ago. It's wild. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, yeah. like I, I just always hated Apollo Lake devices. I was never a fan of Braswell. Like I just these felt, things I legit, felt, bad though. that kids had to deal yeah. with these in schools. Yeah. This is this is legit yeah. until I had literally multiple graphic things open. I had Pixlr X and um, uh, Gravit open, and, and the image I was editing had multiple vectors in it and a. 6,000 pixel wide photo that I was dealing with and in Pixlr it was open I had 12 tabs open I was playing music I had my IDE open because I was doing a couple edits on some style sheet stuff full blown multiple desks extended monitor all of it and it until I got to the end there like
1: all that stuff open a couple animation stutters, <laughs> wow. but I mean, this is the stuff your kids are going to be doing. They're going to have like kids, YouTube and a, right. maybe a couple yeah. I mean, of so It's wild like like,
0: for $250. Yeah. It's crazy. And,
1: and that's, that's, that's crazy to me.
2: And I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy that Chromebooks in this price range have yeah. gotten to this point. Yeah. Like that, that makes me very, very happy because yeah. people that go and cheap out on Chromebooks, because it happens a lot. People are like, well, if I'm gonna buy a Chromebook, I want a $200, $250 one. Well, cool. Now I don't have to feel like, hey, you're going to go buy this and go, whoa, Chrome OS is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you bought
1: everybody that's buying the Samsung Three this holiday. Yeah. Just stop. Oh, just stop it. I know <laughs> it's. it's yeah. what, you're going to It's hate- on
0: sale for ninety nine dollars yeah. though.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I
0: de-
2: I derailed you. It's it's yeah. on the web though. You can yes. buy games, yeah. and that's where you. <laughs> yeah. And so we're you know uh, that's where you play. Yeah. Get to play and yeah. and be able Boom. to click into the store and I can purchase and I'd actually bought it right here on on this device. Wow. Clicked in, hit purchase. When it said purchase confirmed, hit the play button, grab the mouse, and playing. So that's the difference. Brilliant. That's the difference.
0: So like uh, online gaming has existed in kind of different forms. You know, you've been able to Play games online, like yeah, sure. I was talking with some friends, and and they they didn't quite understand Stadia. They're like, yeah, yeah but yeah, like online gaming
1: is a thing. Like, I, I mean, know. the Been Steam, Steam community is massive. Yeah. We have source games and stuff like that oh, that people. Yeah. Pay, but I've like played. what you just
0: described is a prime example of what Stadia can do. Why like, you different. bought a game. Yeah. you didn't have to. Uh, you you no didn't downloads. have to install it. You no. didn't have to put it on your physical device. You just clicked play. It right, because we.
1: I mean, Robbie plays what Counter Strike. Uh, on Steam? Yeah, yeah like CSGO. Solar, CSGO, and I'm a big day of defeat player and stuff like that. And those great, they're online, they're, they're generally lower res, and they're, they're not too taxing on your computer, but you still have to have some, some hardware. But anytime you go to a new device, you have to log into Steam and you have to download the game. Yeah, the game is running it. locally. The sure. server's just rendering the other players in space in real time, right. which is why you do have to have hardware. That's what makes Stadia different. Yes. Well think about Google's the, doing all
2: of that. Again, think about the scope of what they'll end up being able to do with multiplayer because Dude, of that. Because one of the the hiccups with multiplayer, like when you're playing a game like PUBG or Fortnite, you have a hundred points of data that all have to be talking with one another. Like it's it's unacceptable to play PUBG and scope up and the server didn't render that guy that was three hundred yards out, you know, or meters, I'm sorry, in PUBG you know, he's three hundred meters out, and it did. And didn't render him, but it rendered you, and he saw you and shot you. Like, what well, yeah. happened? You know, it that, happens. <laughs> and and in general, like like that part of it just isn't acceptable, and it's no good to play a game where that happens on a regular basis. Thankfully, they've they figured out how to not make that happen. But with a hundred people, it's taxing on that server. Well, with Stadia, all of that tax is gone. Like, you, know, right? you don't have to worry about that because it's not having to ping all different. these different regions to get back to the main game server to tell everybody else. Like think about all that data that's having to be, every time I take one step, my phone had to tell the server, the PUBG server, Hey, he moved in this direction. The server then has to tell 100 or 99 other phones, devices. Yeah. Hey, that character moved here. So While think about the that. Same for all of them constantly. Right. Yes. All the time, all the time, all the time, data, 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 data. And so when you think about all of that, having to go between servers and phones and servers and phones, Go to Stadia now. All of the game and all of the players are all playing on servers that, quite possibly, in that instance, could all be in the same building, could all be mm-hmm. in the same row in the server farm. <laughs> yeah. Like they could yeah. be within feet of one another. And yeah. so now, instead of it going here and there and back and forth and pings and all, right. all
1: it has to do is register your commands. That's exactly all it's doing. And so
2: all the people's positions and all that stuffs all sitting there Instant. in 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 yeah. the cloud already. And so it saves all of that issue, yeah. which then is going to allow them to go, oh, cool, we can put 400 people in here because this isn't a tax on us. We don't have to worry about all this stuff. And so those are the things that differentiate cloud gaming and, um, and, well, cloud and streaming in and general. It,
0: I mean, it's the reason we get so geeked out about this stuff is because this is like Stadia is to gaming as Chromebooks are to laptops, you know, like. Yeah, like, it's the Same kind like of concept it's, 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 of leveraging. It's, it's cloud this computing. like cloud computing future that we really truly believe in that is allowing stadia to happen and do what it does. And, you know, you you were talking at the very beginning of this whole podcast about like you we believed in this, we were nerded out about this future of cloud computing, and we were so intrigued by it that it was a hobby and it's something that we've been, you know, interested in ever since. Stadia is that. It's 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 uh, this this future of cloud computing and in cloud gaming where uh you don't have to have a, a f- you know 500 hundred dollar console or a gaming pc to do any of this stuff um it's gonna happen in the cloud
2: And i'm trying to find um I, I will find it i'll make sure i find it and link it in the show notes um there is a brilliant piece um by one of my favorite um Writers right now, Dieter Bone over at The Verge, and he's talking about—I can't remember the title of it—but the whole point of the article was uh, around this idea that, and I still have this like fantasy that this could happen—that we would have a phone, that one device that, that is our all. You know, you plug it in here, and it's it's my desktop. You plug it in there, it's my tablet, and whatever. Um, and how he basically made this point in there, and I'd never thought about it—that as a as a society as a whole, what we have done is we have decided basically that's not the way that we actually want to work we have decided instead that the cloud is that thing that cloud computing is that way that all my stuff is everywhere i connected. need it to be um, and and i'd never kind of like put those things together for some reason the, the the hardware of it and the software of it were Almost in different regions in my brain somehow, and and yet when he the way he put that, I was like, you know what, that that's true. We have decided that, and Chromebooks do the best at taking advantage of that, of saying, you know what, I'm going to store all the necessary bits and elements and settings and a lot of files. Um, uh, but the way that my stuff's laid out and all that stuff, I'm going to store it in this in this cloud-based thing, so that I can just open a Chromebook up, sign in, give it a handful of seconds, and the experience is the same here as it was and that's why it's so easy to review these things like i'm working on this chromebook i'd never cracked open it wasn't like i had to go through this monotonous setup process and just logged in you know and and all my stuff's with me well all that same stuff is available on my phone too like so what would be the point of making sure my phone's plugged in and so i can use it cuz i don't want to keep a bunch of files locally i don't want to worry that if i drop that phone everything i own is gone like why would you want that? Everything can be stored in the cloud and it's available everywhere. And so that fact has replaced the idea of I got this one device that's my all in all. And it's like, huh, I hadn't thought about that. And Chromebooks do that better than anything else. And Stadia is the same idea. It's Now it's not stuck with, hey, you know, That console, my console died, so well, I'm I'm out of luck, or I lost that game, or hey, I misplaced my Switch, which my kids have done before. They misplaced all our games one time. Like, we we went two weeks to know where the games were. And since I only had physical copies of those games, that was done, I was like, well, there's a few hundred dollars out the door and we don't have any games to play on the Switch. And so, you were like, kids, this is your fault. Um, and we so, don't have any games. I can't play any video games. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I'd already beaten Zelda by then, so yeah. my use for the Switch was kind of done. Um, but in general, like it's just this idea of cloud computing taking the place of that, um, and I, I think people don't give cloud computing enough credit for all the ways that they use it already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, and and I, you know, before it was even a thing to really think about storing files in the cloud and backing things up that way, I was already kind of using cloud computing like I would constantly email files to myself so that I had them in a place where anywhere I could go I could get it you know and and it's it's cool to think of where it's come yeah in, in 10 years how how much better it is to use server-based computing and I saw an article in my feed the other day it was just talking about the it, the article title was the pc is dead long live the I think it's cloud pc or something yeah. I don't know and their point was like Windows isn't dead, you know, the operating system isn't dead, but the idea of everyone putting everything on their hard drives and carrying it around with them, that idea is becoming more and more extinct over time as we get more connected. There's just, why would you choose to do that? Why would you choose to have to have all of your hardware on you where it, one drop, you know, kills all of it. One drop and your files are gone. One, you know, crapped out hard drive and you're ruined. Like, why yeah. would you choose to live that way? Why would you choose to do your stuff that way? And so the future's in the cloud. I mean, it is for better or for worse. <laughs> that's it, as, as Dieter put it, yeah, we have chosen as a society. This that's, is what we have said.
0: This is better. Yeah. And, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And, and I'm a fan. Yep. Yeah. We, we, we clearly think it's uh, uh it's a good idea. We're going to uh, keep, keep writing articles and making videos about it <laughs> yeah 100 <100%. laughs> all right folks hey we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come right back with uh with one other little segment so stay tuned this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn we recommend the service and we use nordvpn because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device whether you're using a chromebook an android device a mac an iphone or a windows device nordvpn is going to protect your browsing They also have 24 seven customer support in case you ever have any issues and they offer a risk-free 30 day money back guarantee. So if you wanna learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back everybody. We are going to hop in to a kind of couple things here before we wrap up for the day. Um. Gosh, wrap up for the year, I guess. This is the last podcast of 2019. Yeah. Oh, man. Just hit me. We'll, we won't be recording again until 2020. We'll be in 2020.
2: We'll <laughs> be in the future.
0: We'll be in the future. future. 2020 seems weird.
2: It does. I don't uh, know why it sounds so yeah, weird. Just, but.
0: It's weird. It's going to be weird. Um. But let's talk about Chrome OS version 79 Um. that has, I guess... Rolled out when? What day did it original? Was that Tuesday? Yes,
1: the day it was actually scheduled, which is very unusual. So, uh, <laughs> actually I know it offense. Time. It's yeah. usually always a week behind. It was the day, so it was like the eighteenth. I 18th, think. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. A couple of days ago. Yeah, so, um, yeah. so,
0: what what new do we have in uh, in seventy nine? I know there's there's one uh, one thing uh, that we got a lot of questions about,
2: which is the screen flicker
0: on the Pixel Go. It's gone. Yeah, I which, haven't seen it.
2: I, I have not haven't either at all, nope, so. since, since I updated, I had not seen it one time. So Which they I think said we the can fix was going to be there. So, yeah, so we can officially there. say that that bug squashed. And for people down the road that hear a company like Google come out and address an issue and say, Hey, we've got a fix. It'll be rolling out in this update and still go, well, I don't trust that it. It'll even be done. How do we know for sure? And I bet you it won't. I, do you trust them that they just said it's done Y- so yeah, it happens right. plenty well, of that, times, and, actually.
1: And this is what we do for a living. It's open source, and they schedule these things for certain releases. And when it is sent in that release, we can see that evidence it's, of that. Right. <laughs> see that, that. it's stream. being done. Now, that doesn't mean from time to time a bug, they think they fixed it, and maybe it's not. We've seen that happen. Uh, we've seen it happen with enterprise devices, stuff like that. But we know when the fix has been released. Yeah, right you know yeah. so because I mean, we had plenty of people
2: yeah asking like sure. how confident are you like 100 <laughs> percent. it's fixed it's like i'm gonna go to the grocery store that's what i'm gonna go do yeah. i'm gonna
1: go to the grocery store did like, you go yeah yeah how do you know because oh because you have a receipt from the grocery <laughs> yeah, store yeah. and Cause groceries cause went, in your car because i went there okay yeah, yeah
0: so that's it that's 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 Sorry, cool, that, but that's, that, out that's our it's fixed. sauce for the yeah. day Sorry. yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Salty, salty, salty Robbie and Gabe. The cool part is the fact that it's fixed like it was the one, like, I don't know, lingering thing that was for me, it was a little bit of an issue. Like, I worked through it and I knew the fix was coming, so I just kind of kept ignoring it. But it, it's one of those types of things that makes you feel like the device you're using is brittle,
0: if I can oh use man, that word. there's the screen flickering. Like something's I, wrong. This, is this a good device? Right,
1: is this it, you, cheap? Not saying, right. that, yeah, not saying that it's perfect, because for some people it may not be perfect, but when everything about it is what you love, but there's that one thing, it makes it not perfect. Right. It was and just and so before weird. we knew it was a software bug, then there's that lingering right. thought well, it of... Just, is it a hardware issue? Display cable? Is it? Some, is it a flaw it's un- in the Pixel Go in general? You know, so no going to have to it's recall fixed? it. Is yeah. you know all those things? It, and now that it's, it's just uncertainty, it just it makes just, it feel solid again. It
2: just
0: gives that that little little bit of uncertainty in your brain that makes you oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Should I do this? Should I buy this thing? So right now we can say. I mean, this is the reason that this is this device is our top pick for the holidays because. It is. It, it it's just great. <laughs> yeah. It's just great. I'm Trying to think of another way to describe it. It's just great. It well, really is. Um, it's swell. And the I actually the, the device to use. the device That's that I've been using. Yeah, the device I've been using. I haven't had the screen flicker at all. I've um, never seen it. Did not one time. Not one time. Yeah, that's I, use not almost, I use it almost. <laughs> that's, so that's I use it. That's the one every you're using. Day. The one I was using. Right, and I saw it yeah. constantly. See, that's so weird. seemed to get
1: worse? Is oh it, uh, yeah, it was yeah.
0: bad. Is it something to do with being plugged in
2: though? Because nope. I'm never. No, no extended. I noticed okay. that at home on the couch. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. constant. So at home all weird. So And it was just quick. You know, it's almost like
1: a fluorescent light that's flickering. You notice it even more when you're looking away from it. So I think when we were on uh, extended monitors, we noticed it more, but I did notice it at home. I did. Oh yeah. I saw it. Constantly. Weird. Uh, But yeah, it's (laughs) gone.
2: Um, it was a software bug it's fixed and they fixed it in the first update since it showed up, like it was handled the way it needed to be handled. Things happen, but now it's, it makes the whole package of the pixel book go just, feel so
0: much yeah. more solid yeah. now. Yeah. So. yeah, that's great. Um, so what else do we have in 79?
1: Yeah, it would just quick rundown. Uh, lock screen media, that's pretty cool. Uh, so now you have kind of an amb- ambient... Uh thing on your lock screen. If widget. You have, widget, yeah. you go, widget, thank you. <laughs> a widget, if uh, you would. A widget. I was thinking toast, but it's not toast. It's a widget. So you have YouTube music playing. It uh, works with Spotify. Um, uh, they say dozens, so it probably works with Vimeo and different things like that. But you just have a basic global media controls on your lock screen when you have music playing. Uh, it works when you're casting, too, which is pretty cool. So you You've got music cast into one of your speakers. You lock your screen, and you still have your controls for, for whatever's going. Uh, mouse acceleration, if you know what that is, then it's important to you. If you don't, don't worry about it. it does.
2: Do people like to turn that off?
1: I, I don't know. I,
2: I wonder if it would make any difference with Stadia. I need to try it turned off. Maybe? Cause it, like, I know Steam like, has that setting in most games where you can turn off. Uh, now but, I
1: do have my my mouse is customized in Steam, so I can see that. But for Steam, the general you users, basically knowing, do
2: like like Steam allows you to do like raw input. You so can do it's, raw input, and then it lets the game the choose yeah. how to how to deal yeah. with when you flick the mouse back and forth. You know that kind of thing. So I, I just literally turned it off because when you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to mess with this. So I turned it off on this Chromebook. Like I I really don't like the way and the main part of uh, touchpad acceleration that I, I find useful and i think they implemented this in windows years ago was the um the idea that when i'm trying to get fine motor stuff when i'm trying to move just a little bit like it it somehow knows that i guess you know the way that you accelerate your finger across the the trackpad and so when I'm moving small distances, I get these nice fine motor movements. When I turn acceleration off on here, it's almost impossible to get those little fine oh, movements. Yeah, it's, yeah. because it's all it's static. Not, Every right, movement's the registered that, the same. That move so. moves the mouse this much. So I wonder if that would actually be beneficial yeah. to flip that off whenever you go to Stadia and let the game interpret yeah, you your try, mouse yeah, movement. Chances yeah.
1: are, if you use a Windows device or whatever, or you, you know, you're probably used to having mouse acceleration on oh, and don't even know it. So if you turn this off, you would be like, oh, God. Same thing Robbie said. Why in the world would you want to turn this up? But I'm sure that I'm sure, there's probably something like Australian scroll. I, I mean, I I automatically turn my Chromebook is set backwards from what the default is. And I, I can't stand like if I'm in guest mode on a Chromebook, yeah, hey, it drives it feels backwards. me nuts. It's backwards to me. But some people are used to that. So, hey, whatever. If you want it, it's there. It's in the settings menu under mouse right yeah, under device the settings then, yeah. so uh, a bigger one in my opinion is the about screen so in the about screen with 79 you now have the auto update policy date of your device this is a step forward it's not it's not a huge step forward because that means you still have to have in the device in your possession possibly have purchased it to see it but if you go to the about screen under settings you can see when your automatic updates are will probably cease
2: Unless Google, you know, extends it. Unless they extend it, which they
1: have for a lot of devices. Moving forward, it'd be great if this was something that was that was just listed in the specs on a box. You go to Best Buy, you pick out a Chromebook, you look at it, and you go, okay, cool, this one's going to get updates till 2030. Cool, I'll buy this. But, you know. Baby steps, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. and
2: especially with them using, like, this being in flux a little bit right now. Like, if they printed it on the box, that almost could be a deterrent. If they were like, we extended that one by two years, and now it looks, all the printed boxes say that it's going to end this, you know. Yeah, she had 130
1: devices that got a a life extension, so.
2: But if they ever get to the point where we've talked here, where they get to that nine or ten years of shelf life, where we say, you know, like, that just becomes the normal thing. And yeah, I think they could go where it's just part of the spec sheet that's listed on the box.
1: So yeah. yeah, a couple other things not in the official release notes: uh, tablet overview mode for tablets has has been polished. Uh, yeah. So it's instead of having just the same size windows when you're when you're in tablet mode and you go to overview, it just keeps cramming more windows into that space. Yeah, and it kinda uh, looks ridiculous. Yeah, So now you get sixteen by nine little windows and it gets to about depending on the size of your screen, it gets to about six or eight windows and it overflows so you can actually scroll scroll em. horizontally back and forth. You can fling them off the screen or whatever. It just looks better, feel like more iPadish. Yeah, I it's, guess. It's so. pretty
2: similar. Like the yeah. iPad does everything is all the same size. We did we were messing with this yesterday. Yeah, the cool
1: thing is too, like if you bring one up and snap it to the right and then you take it back down to overview, it's the it same That's that, that uh, ratio that instead cool. of going back to six by nine, so, so your
2: your your open ones will be one of three sizes, I guess. So there'll yeah. be the full size screen. There'll be a half size or a, a three quarter or one quarter. Yeah,
1: but uh, it's just, it's just more fluid, so it looks good. And then mm-hmm. a new app management. So you go to settings, and you used to have to go to. Uh, <clears throat> I guess you had to go to Google Play and then go to Manage manage Preferences to see your installed apps, and then there was another place like Chrome Apps to see your Chrome apps, or you could just swipe up your launcher. Now there's an Apps Management tab in the yep. settings menu, and you can click into them. You can It's basic information, so it's what permissions they have, and then you can uninstall them if they're not system apps, but... Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. that's
2: usually that's the basic stuff that people are looking for. Yeah. Like, hey, I need to go check. Why does this app have permission to do this? And, right, just Or like on your I phone. just don't look to look. And, and, yeah, I mean, you should yeah. be able to go one place, see right. the apps, and this grabs all of them. So yeah. your Linux, your web apps, your PWAs, your Android apps. Right, it's
1: all in one place. Right, because
2: in general, we've talked about this at length, but in general, people just use apps. They're not going to sit and think as hard as People like us do about where those are coming from. Is that a web app, you know, or am I using the web app version or the Android app version? They're going to end up with something on their device, and so it's nice that there's a unified place down unified to go. app
1: store. I'm telling you, man, it's a future oh. Chrome OS.
2: That would be awesome. Yeah, like incredible. if they just like, I don't know how they would do it, but the, if the web store could somehow pull in Google Play, yeah, it's just got to be it, a front, and then That's pull all it's in the Debian yeah. install stuff from Linux, and pull in all your not just not just uh, the web store apps that are the, out there, but if they could start saying, hey, developers that are building really awesome PWAs, I mean, think about the Santa Tracker thing. Dude. Oh, it's, the Santa Tracker is it, it's awesome. gorgeous. I mean, it is a beautiful example of progressive web apps. Like, it is a full blown application and suite of games and, and activities on the web we've, we've been talking yeah and it's it, there's no <laughs> downloads or anything you just go to a url it's on the open web
1: yeah, and you click that install button you would never know it's a browser no
2: ever. it's brilliant and the things that we can do on on the web in a browser at this point in time is just it's mind boggling and so like you know if they created a a place where people could just go get that stuff Mm -hmm. and then developers could go, oh, cool, I can put my app. I mean, Microsoft's done this already. All you have to do is point your app
1: to that. They they just have to have access to whatever repository your app lives in. So you have this unified (laughs) store that literally is just pulling from Google Play, the Chrome Web Store, and then maybe they have a – well there is a PWA repository somewhere uh, I think or well, something. Well it didn't even have to be that it's like just PWAs a can live on. Yeah, yeah, you just need to
2: know what the URL, the public facing URL is and you mm-hmm. get to that's the beauty of progressive web apps and you know Microsoft is I, I feel like in some ways the way that they're delivering um, web apps are, are a little bit ahead of Google. Mm-hmm. Like Google hasn't figured out how to corral them. Microsoft's actively putting progressive web apps in their app store. I mean Microsoft's app store is a hot piece of garbage honestly for most people like it just that like kid has a bunch of junk in there that people don't want or use but the fact that they're just like straight up going hey like i think just the other day i saw a thing instagram's pwa instagram's pwa is pretty dope yeah um and it's they they've added it to the web store like it's part of the you go in there it's just an right. app you install yeah. why not like yeah. it's why is it different why is a native app different than a progressive web app I and mean, in truth, and, and it's uh, the way that it operates, it, it isn't. So, why not put them in there? And and, so and Google to, needs a yeah, way to deliver all I have all to of believe
1: because I was in the web store the other day researching for an article, and it's starting to look really antiquated. It's just it's a mess in there. Cause you've got rogue extensions and all this other stuff. I have to believe that Google's working on something. They've got to be, if they're not, they're missing the boat. Just, just nah, something. New. <laughs> no. Even if it's just a refresh of the Chrome web stores, something. You
2: know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think they could be the, the front runner in a, like the place where people go to look for web based applications. Yeah. Like someone needs to be it. it. It's not out there yet. And, and as PWAs grow, at the end of the day, people need a place where they can go find them. Like, I Let's understand. just build it.
0: Robbie, just build it. Yeah, I'll just make it. Yeah, just build it.
2: Um, there, there are, I mean, there are some services that are, that are out there uh, that do it and that do it okay. They need somebody behind them that's yeah. a big gun. That, you yeah. know, that, that even, even if it was just a Microsoft or whoever, somebody needs to be the one that says, hey, here's the yeah. place where you come to look for apps. Some of them are this, some of them are that, but they're, they're web apps, you know, and you can just install them from here.
0: Yep. So, um, so 79 is should be rolled out to most devices at this yeah. point. I yeah. think yeah. everybody no. everyone has it by yep. now. So, uh, go check your go check your device, make sure it's updated. Check out all this cool new stuff. So, one other quick thing uh, I want to chat about real quick before we wrap up <coughs> um, is Choip. 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 I like going Choip. With no, I like CHOIP.
2: I know, but I'm going with Chip. I like CHOIP. It's easier to choyp say. CHOIP
0: sounds like more fun, Robbie. So
2: connected home over uh, over <laughs> IP. O oh, um, IP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's probably yeah. going to be Chip. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, article up on Chrome Unboxed about it. Um, basically, this is a new standard that's been introduced. Um, by whoever it is that introduces standards. Like, I don't know who actually... Who's there's like, just, there's who just gets those those people. Let's do it. Who yeah. gets
0: together and says that it's, it's a it's standard? Like, it's
2: like tax write-offs. They're just going to write that off. That what? That episode of who? Seinfeld. <laughs> what do you mean write it off? It's a write-off. You don't even know what a write-off is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jerry talking to, to Kramer. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know who, who gets... I don't know where these things come from. But shows up out of, kind of out of nowhere and... They've already got Apple, Google, um, Samsung, and Samsung, Amazon. So every
1: Zigbee, yeah, the, the Zigbee stuff. Alliance,
2: the Zigbee Alliance is the one that has IKEA, Samsung, right, and then a handful of other ones that I've, I've never heard of. But in Bixby, I don't think he's even a player. You get Google Assistant, you get Alexa and Siri. Yeah, y- you've got them, and they've got all three of those people on board, um, or those companies on board. And so th- this this new initiative is to say, okay, look, there's a billion different standards in the way that every, all these smart home things are talking with one another. And some talk with this and some don't talk with that. And this works with that. This is a, a, a proposition to create standards based on current technology that's already out there. So based on stuff, it's not like, hey, let's create a whole new platform. Right. It's not that. It's to take current existing technologies and just kind of straighten the plumbing out basically and say, okay, if, if you're going to make a smart doorbell, Let's create standards that that smart doorbell that the people that make it know how to write the firmware for that smart doorbell, so that now they can wire it up to whatever assistant because all the assistants use the same APIs. It's no different than uh, having web standards. It's no right. different than saying, okay, you know, when I write uh, a couple lines of CSS, when I have the selector and I make a property and a value, I feel confident that. Edge and Chrome and Brave browser and whatever, you know, other browsers, you know, that anyone that wants to use, uh, opera or whatever, they're all going to look at that and interpret it in the same way. Right. Cause it's they no recognize different. it as it's a, a standard
1: universal standard.
2: Right. right, right. And so your the thing that differentiates your browser from my browser, isn't going to be this part, like this part, we're all going to agree that we're going to play that by the same rules. And once they do that, um, you know, you can you can focus on something else. So, as a web developer, like I don't I don't have to sit around and think, well, crap! I hope that works." And for a little <laughs> while, I did. There's a long time where I had to write yeah. a bunch of pseudo class stuff um, in order to to accommodate for IE6 and IE7 and IE8 right. that that chose not to come along with those standards. Well, luckily, most of those days are kind of gone, and we've we've all collectively gotten into a, some standards. Same thing will happen with this, assuming this moves forward the way we're expecting it to. Um, uh, this they're using IP, so they're using internet protocol stuff. And so they're taking and saying, Hey, all the stuff that you guys are doing, let's all agree on a standard and let's make sure that your assistant will work with those standards. Right. And if your assistant, now that's not saying that Google's going to have to go tell ap- Apple, everything they do with Google assistant. And here's how we leverage machine learning and AI, not, not what's happening here. This is about hardware. This is about hardware having standards so that you go buy your Sono speaker You choose which assistant you want on it because all the assistants work with the standards.
1: Right. And that's why this is such a huge deal because we were talking about this yesterday and Robbie made the point that general consumers go to Best Buy or Lowe's or wherever and they're shopping for a smart doorbell or shopping for this or whatever. They now have to research, okay, well, is this going to work with the stuff that I have at home? Because honestly, if it weren't for the fact that it's not compatible with Google Assistant at the moment, I would have a ring doorbell. I would period I like the ring I like everything that it offers my wife wants one and that's not whatever it doesn't work with Google assistant a lot of people probably don't know that a lot of people <laughs> have probably gone to the store and bought a ring doorbell thinking "Oh, no, I can yeah, use Google, it with Google home or yeah, right? Google home this it's Google smart home well that. I just have a smart speaker yeah they may not even know that it's and, in and, a Google and I it. understand right. that there are people that may have multiple ecosystems inside their home and that's great if you have a way to make that work that's whatever but there are lots of people who live in Apple camp Sure. Uh There are lots of people like us that live in Google Camp and there might be three people that live in Bixby camp. I whatever. (laughs) And not too much. Tons of people in Amazon camp. Alexa everything because, you know, credit to them. They still product wise, hardware wise, they've got the corner of the market. But to be able to walk into a store and not have to give a second thought about I need a new smart bulb or I need a new whatever I'm going to buy this one because I like the way it looks and I like what it does and I don't have to worry about when I get home if I have to have a bridge or if it's going to work with HomeKit or if I'm going to have it. Oh, this doesn't work with the assistant. I got to take it back.
2: Well, imagine for a second, like to to couch this in real terms for for most of you all listening. Imagine for just one moment if you bought your your television and you were out shopping for um, a Blu-ray player. So you 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 bought your some Blu-rays and you're ready to go home and I, I don't have a, anything that plays any physical media anymore but imagine that you're you would want to dated, do such a thing. dated example. There are lots of people that use Blu-rays. <laughs> I bought a Blu-ray player last year. I, I don't, but <laughs> for there People, you, you do know, know you can wife.
0: stream 4K movies now, right? Like Oh yeah. We have
2: okay. we've, we've right. been away from physical media yeah. for 2 years is, now.
0: Is Blu-ray 4K? It's not yeah. 4K. Oh, is it full 4K? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping it'd be less, but damn it. No. Yeah. no um so
2: so imagine, so you're going to shop and you're just like, hey, I want to go buy a Blu-ray player. You literally walk into Walmart. You go, uh, that one looks good and it's got some of the features I want and it doesn't look hideous on my shelf. Cool, buy it. You go yeah, and go. I need I need an HDMI <laughs> cable to hook it up because that's pretty much what most TVs <laughs> use. Cool, I bought that HDMI cable hooked in. You go home, you plug it in, you put in your Blu-ray, you sit back on your couch, pop your popcorn, watch your movie. Done. Right? That only exists because standards exist imagine a a, a situation where now based on the tv that you had you've got to figure out which cable is actually going to hook it up to uh the the blu-ray player well, now you got to check your Blu-ray player to make sure it has the same cable and hookups. If it doesn't have the same cable and hookups, maybe you need to buy an adapter. You need to make sure that the cable that was going to work with your adapter to send all the signal to your television. Oh, but you also need to make sure that oh, there, there's no electric standards either. So that that plug you have behind your TV runs at 117 volts instead. Yeah. Um, so you got to make sure you get an adapter that's going to work to make to run your Blu-ray player off the same thing that's going to run your TV standards exist for a reason they make our lives 100 percent less complicated and they're not always the best thing in the world sometimes they degrade you know a handful of things because it's kind of like you know consumerist communism you know basically you know but everyone certain, has to do this, yeah. <laughs> right, it, it, what happens in emerging markets that you just have to have some of these things, well, or else it gets so chaotic. It's, right. it's, it's been the wild, there. it's been we're the wild now. wild west for right. a couple of years now. I mean,
0: gosh, CES two years ago. Do you all remember? It was it was uh, IoT everything. Oh, Dude, yeah. we're gonna put we're gonna put a we're gonna put a smart. Everything you're gonna have a smart fridge, and then you're gonna have a smart vacuum, and you're gonna have an assistant
2: this, and everybody was making their own assistants, and they all did different things, and all it only works with that. And to Gabe's Gabe's point, you know, now a general consumer walks in, and I need a, I need that doorbell. I don't know what it works with. I'm confused by this. I'm just not gonna buy this until it all straightens itself out. And so I guarantee you, that's why like. People are asking, well, how in the world are they really going to get these guys to work together? I don't think they had to really hurt. No, work no. that Absolutely hard. No. I think they're all looking at it no, going. You look at people you- are stopping the buying of IoT stuff because it's too it's too much. Right. Now. You
1: look at USB because USB is a standard. The USB yes. Alliance or whatever it's called. If I was a company making peripherals for PCs and my USB ports only worked with devices that ran Windows nine. Eight, ten, 10, yeah. ba- whatever. I no mean. such thing. They don't have a 9? No. They just skipped Okay, yeah. So whatever. Uh, Why does everyone skip 9? I don't know. <laughs> did it too. Anyway, but.
2: <laughs> Not Chrome OS, baby. We're on Chrome yeah. OS 79. Why would we got that, all the numbers. Yeah, what
1: benefit would that be to me? I've just shot myself in the foot because now my stuff yeah. doesn't work with exactly. 50% yeah. of the hardware yeah. out there and consumers don't know that because they think, oh, it's got a USB port on it. I'll buy it. Exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. So standards are good. This is going to be, I think, a very beneficial step forward. And it's remarkable that they're all going to to put their guns down and work together on this part of it. Like, that that tells me that money's at stake. People on the internet are
0: like, no way Apple's going to do that. Yeah, they're they still going to have well, they're but it's it's important to note they're still going to have their assistant. Yes, they're still going to have their right.
2: little oh, ecosystem I of mean, things Siri that all work will together. Continue being terrible,
1: <laughs> but that I mean, but that's the point though. Is it, it won't someone that. else commented that yeah. Apple's HomeKit is open source. You can buy the stuff for HomeKit yeah. and create your own device. Nobody's
2: doing it because but Siri is all of terrible. these
1: guys are on board. They're not hardware makers for the most part. I mean Apple is, but anyways it's all about voice training and machine learning and all that stuff. If it opens the door for more people to, which it may not even do that. It just opens the door for people to act. Well, I guess it does because it's going to open the door for Apple users to buy products that used to not work with Apple. Now Siri is gaining more of that data that they use for their machine learning, which increases their AI because Apple does AI really well.
0: It's a win-win. It's a win for consumers for sure. And I think it could could be a, it could be a win all around. A triple win. And
2: I think it it, it even, like, if people build stuff that, hey, this is going to have Siri built in, like, that also opens the door the other way, too, for an Apple user going, well, I I could try that whole Google Assistant thing real quick. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, man, Google's like literally 100 times better than Siri in everything, in every way, shape, and form. So, can you have a demonstrable conversation
1: with you, the Assistant, and Siri all at the same time? Yeah. They're just chatting with each other. They just go back. I want both,
2: I want all of them whichever
1: one's better. Whichever, if you were let wondering them duke how, it out, let
2: them
0: fight. If you're wondering how Robbie felt about uh, Siri, Siri is now hot you know. garbage,
2: <laughs> and everyone knows it. No one is debating this. Bixby's garbage when it comes yeah, to a, a, when, when it comes to Alexa, Siri is, Alexa's, is, but Alexa's decent. Alexa's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and what Amazon's done there, it, it, yeah. So it's it really is a fight between Alexa and the Google Assistant yeah. and depending on what you're looking for out of that. Particular assistant, each one's better at one thing Different than the things, other. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Well,
0: uh, that's it for our main uh, coverage this week. We're going to be back at it next year in 2020. We're taking a break uh, next week so we can spend some time with family and uh, relax a little bit for the holidays. A couple little things before we head out. Um, if you need some last minute gift ideas, head over to chromeshop.com. That's C H R M shop.com. That is where we've put together our 2019 uh, Chrome Unboxed Holiday Gift Guide. Our handpicked items that we all use every single day. I mean, literally everything on that list is stuff that we have used extensively. True story. This is stuff that like we actually uh, have in the office with us right now. Um, so these aren't these aren't just gadgets that we think are cool. This is stuff we've actually used and that we would recommend to anyone. And there's a lot of stuff on there that isn't just Chromebook stuff. This was any and all <laughs> kind of tech that, that we're interested in that we actually use. So go check that out if you're looking for some kind of last-minute holiday gift ideas. dot com. That's our partner site, Chrome Shop. Go check it out. Uh, one other quick thing. We get asked a lot of questions constantly on social media. Hey, what what Chromebook should I buy for my daughter who's doing this and doing this and there's all these questions, man, and we try to answer as many as we can. We get Lots emails. Of email. we Lots get, yeah, of emails. Yeah, we we get emails all the time and we try to answer as many of those questions as we possibly can because at the end of the day, our readers and listeners and viewers are are the reason we get to do any of this. We try to we try to we try to pay that back to you guys and answer as many questions as we possibly can. Uh, but it's really hard. It's really hard to do. So um, starting in the new year, uh, we want to answer some of your questions. So some of our podcast listeners, if you will have questions for us, um, obviously we want we want this stuff, to, this particular kind of segment, we want it to be obviously geared towards Chromebooks, Chrome OS, tech. Um, these aren't kind of any and all questions. This is kind of more specific to uh, the subject matter. But if you have specific questions for us, Hit us up on Twitter. Um, I think that's going to be the way we're going to do it for right now. Um, we might tweak this and change it as we get going here. But for right now, hit us up on Twitter at Chrome Unboxed and use the hashtag the Chromecast. And that's Chrome all spelled out: C H R O M E. Wow, I forgot how to spell Chrome there for a second. Um, it's been a weird week, man. I'm all I'm all jacked up on Mucinex. I can't talk. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we, we want to try to answer some of your questions and, um, we're going, we're going to try to answer a couple questions. We're, we're not going to be able to devote a ton of time to this, uh, but maybe a handful of questions, you know, two or three, four or five questions if we have time, uh, depending on uh, what we get into with these questions. But if you have specific questions for us, please hit us up on Twitter at Chrome Unbox. use the hashtag, the Chromecast, uh, and we're going to try to answer a couple of those. If you have, um, some questions that you really need help with, um, we are doing, Uh, a kind of more extensive Q&A for our YouTube members. So if you go over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Chrome Unboxed, there's a little join button right next to the subscribe button. And that's where you can join um, our YouTube membership. Um, And for right now, I think we just have it at one tier. We're gonna maybe break out the tiers a little bit and add some new things going into the new year. Um, But we're gonna, we just just did our first one. We're gonna try to start doing this definitely monthly. Um, and this is a live stream Q and a, um, you can submit questions beforehand, but then we answer some live questions too. And this is really, uh, we try to answer every question. I mean, if we, if we don't get, get to it in the, uh, in the show, in the live stream, we'll, we'll go back and answer it, uh, in a, in a message or something. Uh, but that's kind of a more in depth, uh, more personal, um, approach for our, our members, um, to get access to us, to answer, uh, any and all questions Uh, we'll we'll try to answer any and all questions that you might have so if that's a better fit for you um, obviously we're still going to keep making all of our regular content um, but that membership is kind of some little extra stuff some little things we do on the side some behind the scenes and some of that kind of live Q&A access to us so that you can get answers it's not for everyone obviously but if you're interested in that go check it out Um, we're still gonna keep making our regular YouTube videos but that's kind of some extra stuff we're doing for you guys so I think that's it for this week. Gosh, that was I'm like trying to remember that's it everything for this year. Oh man, this year, Whew, man. I said it at the beginning, but I'm going to say it again. 20, 20, 2019 has been pretty intense. It's been it's been crazy, man. We went from uh, CES last year. That was uh, well this year CES this year. Yeah, that uh, was was a different CES for us. We kind of started getting into this different realm of a news outlet. <laughs> you know we 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 have all these meetings around and we're going to meeting with these manufacturers and they know us and they're inviting us to come check out their stuff and they want us to look at their stuff it's weird man we're not it, it's very different than going around the show floor and just finding stuff to talk about we, yeah. we have people that are now like hey look at our thing please talk about it uh, we go from that to getting into the year and having these conversations about what chrome and box is going to be and and what we can grow it into and what we want it to look like and in April, I I quit my full time job to work on this full time, and uh, and then there was some transition, and we were working over at my house for like half the year, <laughs> making YouTube videos in, in my living room, uh, and that was really fun. That was a fun that was a fun moment in the Box life. And then we get an we get an office. We're back uh, in the co working space, and we have a, a a studio that we're testing out just more content. It, it just has all boiled down to more content and, and, and us being able to, and so yeah, November Robbie went full time. Gabe kind of, Gabe's kind of been full time <laughs> throughout all of this, but, but he's really focused in now and, and not doing any other kind of contract work. And, and, it's just been crazy man it's been crazy yeah, it's been and, a lot of changes a lot of
2: shifts and a lot of different things and, and it's, it's kind of come to its culmination i think in the last month month and a half and yeah we're getting settled in. it's cool like it feels like we we did all that we got all that out of the way so that we can go in For 20, 2020 we, we had, we, really had a,
0: we had a meeting we sat down and kind of talked about some things and 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 you were i think the one that used this example it's like we're just now to the st- the start of the race like we just now got we've been doing all this training yeah you know i'm a runner so i think about training that goes into running a 5k people are like oh you're just gonna go run three miles why'd you have to do all this training so like you do all this training you put in all these miles you run all this you put in all this time just to get to the start line and then you're you're ready to run and and, and we're there and 2020 is going to be crazy it's going to be really fun uh, hope that you guys are along for the ride check us out online um obviously keep keep, keep tuning into this podcast. This has been really fun. This has been something we started this year. So, I uh, hope to keep, uh, growing the podcast and, and just making more content for you guys. That's what all this boils down to. So thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, hope you all have a good holiday, uh, season and a happy new year, and we will see you all in 2020. See ya.